Hello and a very warm welcome to a Doctor Who on Target Extra Special. Back in March of 2015, myself, Michael and Greg from the podcast team sat down to watch the first episode of Doctor Who's Return to Television in March 2005 on its 10th anniversary. We recorded a commentary of our thoughts on the episode and decided to release it with you. Alex couldn't join us for the screening, um, but we did get his thoughts on where and when and what he thought of Rose back in 2005, and you'll hear that towards the end of this podcast. Do you remember your anticipation looking forward to this episode? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think I said to you, I think you mentioned earlier, Mike, that you were actually had to work and watch it later, is that right? Yeah, to be honest, I had fallen out of love in the wilderness years with Doctor Who, rather. Ooh, um, ooh controversial. What's on once I knew who was bringing it back, because my father used to work with Russell's father here in Swansea, on and off. His father was a school inspector and my father was a school teacher. So they sort of knew of each other. When I found out he was bringing it back, you know, I I decided to go watching it. And even in the months leading up to that, I know UK Gold used to show omnibuses of the old episodes. All right, yeah. Really early on a Sunday morning. And I remember sort of recording those from like 7 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday to watch later. Right. So I gradually got back into, you know, they used to show a lot of Davison and... Baker and McCoy stories. I gradually got back into it before then, but I was, you know, really fascinated by the idea of Rose. Yes. As yeah. it happened, Greg. Yeah, oh that's fascinating actually. Mike um well, I was at another angle. I was I had fallen out of love with it, but I still loved it in my heart. But when I heard it was coming back, I was tremendously excited. And um my house when Doctor Who was on, it goes into what we term lockdown. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's allowed to make noises. Everybody's going to be quiet. The curtains are drawn. That that's it. And for this day, I said nothing's allowed to happen all day, and waited all day just for this tonight. So, yeah, thankfully we haven't got uh, Graham Norton here to interrupt the broadcast as he did a decade ago. <laughs> so we're going to press the play now and hear the uh, iconic theme tune. Uh, that'll be the DVD uh, scene selection screen. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, it's a sting. <laughs> wow. Now, this was this was a version we hadn't really heard before. I mean, the, t- the TV movie was an excellent version, wasn't it? But it was. This was something else. And when... Oh, I love that bit with the TARDIS does that in slow motion. Yes. This was... To see this coming on, it was spectacular. I just remember being overwhelmed by this fast, really, really fast, colourful, exciting, uh, you know, introduction... And it does, even to this day, the theme tune, the sting, it makes your heart race, doesn't it? Absolutely. And who, who's ever seen the TARDIS travelling that fast through the time vortex? Never before, was it? I love this opening, because I remember it was a few trails before this. Yeah, and they always showed this zoom into London, didn't they? Yeah. From outer space. Yeah. And um, it's incredible. Well, the Londoner looks a lot like Cardiff, anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I hate that noise, but I love this music. There she is, Billy. Oh, Billy Piper. Camille Kaduri looking fantastic there. I remember I heard Billy was cast. Yeah. I thought she's not an actress, she's a a pop singer, you know, a teenage pop singer. Yeah. But of course she was trained properly as an actress and a few months before this they did a modern take on the Canterbury Tales. Oh. And she appeared in that, didn't she? And from that moment I knew she was a superb actress. Well, we got something in common there, Mike. That's exactly what happened with me. Because when I heard they cast Billy Piper, my heart sank and I thought, oh no, 
they're going down the John Nathan turn and the Bonnie Lanker route again. It seemed a bit of slack casting at the time. It did. It? But then I we watched the Canterbury Tales as well and I was completely bowled over. I thought she was fantastic. And she just grows throughout this first season. Oh, so she is she, she is something else. She is something else is the term like Billy Piper is utterly superb. Look at this music from Mary Gold. It's so great, isn't it? It's so so fast as well. Yeah. Pixie's coming back to me now. It was like nothing else on TV at the time, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. There was nothing else like it. How they managed to capture the humour. Yeah. I mean, we're still yet to see the Doctor at this point early on in this, early on in the episode, but I have a few interesting things to say about how I felt about the Doctor when he first appeared. But right. Oh, now he's down in the basement. Wilson! Oh, I forgot about that. Wilson, I've got the lottery money! Poor Wilson, one of those characters, I think, and uh, perhaps he'd have more backstory if they target novelised a new series. Yes, good idea. Before he met his untimely end. And here they are. Ah. The Autons. Hold on, mate. Wilson! The just shop window dummies for At the, the shop. moment. Oh, sorry, my <laughs> classic knowledge kicking back in there. <laughs> Racing ahead, Mike. The music has stopped and it's quite eerie and uh, I mean there's a fabulous line coming up from Rose Shorty, I won't spoil it, but oh. what, what she thinks the dummies are. Right. And it's so that is so funnily written by Russell. You'll you'll hear it in a moment. Did that dummy move or was it the camera? Not sure, it's well filmed, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh. the turn of the head. No, they're all dummies. <laughs> The hero saving her now, couldn't she? She could indeed. Where is <gasps> Rob? Yeah, here he is, yeah. Mr. Eccleston. Wow, look at them run through the doors at that angle. Is this the doctor? He's wearing a leather jacket. And yeah. Trousers and boots, and has a short haircut. Wow. I never thought that was the doctor at the time. I just thought, who's this guy? See, I thought Edison looked very serious, and this was the moment he's pulling the Auton's hand off. Oh. He starts to show signs of being the Doctor. Right. Yeah. I just thought he was a generic action hero when he first ran. Right. Have a nice oh. trick. Who were they then? Students. Is this a student thing or what? They've got to be students. I love that line. That's the line I love. Makes sense. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. They're not students. Sure they are. We're more surprised when he's going to call the police. Wilson's dead. But you see, he's still quite... Yes. Serious, isn't he? He is. There's not much eccentricity yet, really. Well, sonic screwdriver, we've got. Yeah. Straight off. Yeah. It's really interesting what you said, Mike. Yeah. When he was running, he looked the genor um, generic um, action hero, doesn't he? And it's like you said, that first moment there. Classic Ooh. line coming up now. I like that. The way to introduce yourself as the Doctor. I'm the Doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. I <laughs> want a great. It's classic, isn't it? It's, it's classic opening. And she's running because 
she can tell he means it. Yeah. Oh, Mike, I was here for this. This yeah, is the St. Night. Mary Street in Cardiff. Pedestrianised now, of course, ten years on. But, oh, uh, is it? Part, half of the way anyway, but yes. Oh, I was there for the first night's filming and it was superb. And I saw this scene over and over and over again. This scene here with the taxi running over her. It, they took, it must have been three hours to film that. Wow. Oh, first oh. page of CGI, I'd say, in the shoes. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Carpet box and matchsticks back in the day, wouldn't it? Oh! And what did I see? There's a blue box. Oh, it's wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> We've got the arm on the, on the chair. Great introduction to Jackie, this, I think. Yeah. It, it's so fast. Oh, Mickey. Yeah, fabulous Noel Clark. Yeah, who I didn't like in the first series, but grew to really respect and like after it. Yeah, they, they did sort of portray him as a bit of a drip. It was part of the yeah. character development. It was the character the ultimate hero by the time he left. And, and Russell T. Davis has talked about it afterwards and said, see that... Um, he wanted the lightness of touch, the comedy that he was giving. Oh, definitely. I have to say, Billy Piper there and um, Noel Clark, they do look like a sort of, uh, I don't want to say, like sort of working class boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, this was the sort of they, they big do, thing. Yeah. There's that famous writer now, is it Caitlin Moran? Yes, yeah. She actually, she loved this. The old and the new version, but she's oh. very much from a working class background. Yeah, yeah. She said that so many working class girls could identify with Rose. Right. Because she yeah. obviously had that makeup on to colour her acne and stuff. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah, very... it was great. And I loved her outfits. I remember them tracking them down and apparently they were made by Punky Fish. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, her Did uh, you ever get your daughter to... Uh... I did. So I was going to buy. Yeah, I was going to buy her something. But when she I was saw, a teenager, wasn't she? When they started, she, she said she was. But when I saw the prices, I uh, ah, I saved you went for the yeah, yeah. Cosplaying is uh, <laughs> cheaper then. Yes, right. It's great. All these actresses now just look gorgeous first thing in the morning. It amazes me. It's amazing. It's probably because it's probably three uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> really, the magic of television. <laughs> it is. <laughs> And I'm not joking yeah. about compensation. Yeah. You've had genuine shock. Yeah. Asking her to get compensation for this uh, loss of job and the potential of being there when the department store exploded. Yeah, that well that's that's Russell T. Davis, is it? That's, that is I yeah. love that about I think that's writing. grown up in Swansea to be honest. We all know uh, yeah. ladies and a few gents like that. We of do. that mind. We do, yes. Oh, look at the mould and the peeling off the wall. Oh. Yeah, like a few student houses I lived in. <laughs> oh, who's this at that flap? Oh. <laughs> you see, this is where he becomes more doctorish for me. Yes. Right. Because he was on the floor like that, was it? Or? It's more the rush speech, isn't it? He was very controlled in that opening scene, very much in command. Yeah. But he's actually investigating where the hand has gone now, isn't he? Yes. And he's showing sort of... Would you say he's a little bit more like Tom Baker in the scene? Perhaps there was a bit more of Hartnell in the first scene. The stoicism, really. And it's slightly more erratic of the later Doctors. Yes, there is. I don't know, mate. Oh, my gosh. No. Ah. <laughs> Phew, thank oh, goodness for that. Yeah. A million fanboys 
Yes. And fine girls breed out. We, we've already... He's asexual, that's fine. Please. Yes. Seriously. That won't last. He's gay and she's an alien. I'm not blaming him. <laughs> <laughs> See, has he just ah. regenerated? From John Herzl. <laughs> Do you know, Mike... Seeing it again now, it really does look like he has regenerated, doesn't it? Yeah. And of course, Chris was, um, this is very funny, Sue. Yes. Chris was interviewed on BBC Breakfast today, this was broadcast, and uh, he said one of the reasons he wanted to take the role was people had said he could only ever play angsty roles, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't do comedy well, but I think he's proved already now, isn't he? That, yeah. That he can do it. Oh. There we go, there's Jackie with the hairdryer on. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. First glass table to be uh, destroyed and you got to him. <laughs> yes. Possibly not the last, but you have to research for me. Oh. <laughs> Now we're approaching the wonderful speech he makes about oh. the turn of the earth. Right. Aren't we? And he goes, he goes from very much light to dark now as he's walking along with Rose, I think. Oh, right. I'll, I'll look at this, because I haven't seen this for... Yeah, if you just stay quiet for a second. Seven or eight years, yeah, yeah. Really, though, Doctor, tell me, who are you? The ground beneath our feet is spinning at a thousand miles an hour. The entire planet is hurtling around the sun at 67,000 miles an hour, and I can feel it. We're falling through space, you and me. Clinging to the skin of this tiny little world, and if we let go. That's who I am. Now forget me, Rose Tyler. Wow, what a great scene. What a tingling, tingling. Yeah, that, that makes him the Doctor for me. That's yeah. the peach peach. Absolutely, Mike. That is the moment, isn't it, when yeah. he becomes the Doctor. Before he might he might not be, but what I loved that the camera angle as he went to say she says who am I? It's got the TARDIS in the background. In the background, yeah, lovely. There he is, walking into the box for the first time. Wow, yeah. And, um, it's for the first, Mike. You know, first, 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 first for the twenty first century. Yeah. We should say for the reboot. Oh. What she hears, she's hearing the noise. Yeah. Looked around, but she's thinking that sounds like a keep me a drag down the back of a piano wire. We <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't see the TARDIS. Isn't it interesting though? Just to, I just had a thought. He says, "Forget me, Rose Tyler." Yeah. What we know about John Hurt now is he would have forgotten uh, the end of the time war himself. Yeah, he he yeah. thinks now at this point, doesn't he, that he's blown up Gaff. Yes. He holds the end of the time war. Yeah. It's very well. It's very good at setting up the characters, isn't it? Yeah. We, have, we haven't had too much of the Doctor so far. No. Rose has been the central theme throughout, and that's what they wanted to do, was to make the companion Yeah. in the new series focal, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. It was meant to be, I think, from Rose's point of view, wasn't it? Yes. This is what, um, she's looking at the Doctor online. Yeah, whereas the old companions always, they always had a story arc. Yes. So to speak, but you know. Sorry, Mike, I, 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 the reason I'm laughing <laughs> is the computer she's looking at. Is the yes. Old piece Huge, of junk. isn't it? Yeah. No such thing as a flat screen, 2005. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was, but you know, it's not. Yeah. They weren't very affordable. No, no. <laughs> Contact Clive. It's amazing. A middle aged man who sort of brings it home to quite a few of us at this age now as who fans. Yes. <laughs> what you could be like. Who told you that? I always want to know what happened to Mickey's Yellow Beetle because yeah, uh, I mean, it's a very nice car. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we ever see it again, do we? 
Ah, the wheelie bin. Now, a little bit of controversy came up, I remember about this. Yeah, the CGI was a bit yeah. questionable, they said, didn't they? I, for, for me, it wasn't the CGI, it was the sheer silliness of it. it yeah. Took, it took me back to Sylvester McCoy's era. Oh, crap. Um, Mark. Oh, Benton, is it? Mark Benton. Yeah. Great guy, really good. Kill me. No, good point. No murders. Benton, of course, that's a uh, uh, <laughs> Doctor yeah. Who reference in itself. I like uh, the wife coming downstairs now, but it's a she. Yeah. Yeah. She's read a website about the doctor. Yeah. She's a <laughs> <laughs> Always the doctor. Uh, and the title seems to be passed down from father to son. It appears to be an inheritance. Ah. That's your <laughs> there, isn't it? Yeah. Excellent idea, isn't it? That they. Yeah. He's got this theory that they could all be father and son. Yes. Going back years and years. Oh. Really badly photoshopped. The assassination of President yeah. Kennedy. A day know. before the series debut, of course, in, yeah. in, in real world terms. Yeah. Yeah. See, these pictures are quite frustrating now. We had so little of Eccleston in one series. You, know, yeah. you see these pictures of other adventures he had, and you think, yeah, yeah. couldn't we have seen those? Exactly. <laughs> This one washed up on the coast of Sumatra in the very night that Krakatoa explored. It's still a great thing about the Doctor, he's always dressed the in these historical events, isn't he? You, history. you picture him at Krakatoa with the leather jacket on. And yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a constant companion. Who's that? Death. Oh, that's good, that's good. Very true. Like I remember somebody in the interview saying the whole series is steeped in death, really. Yeah, absolutely. A uh, couple of problems there, though, um, he said the title of the Doctor seems to be passed down from father to son, and yet he immediately shows people at different times. How could it be passed down from father to son if he thinks... Yeah, he's just assuming yeah. that they all looked exactly the same, isn't he? Yes, yeah. Oh, I see. Is yeah, that I think, oh. yeah, I think he's just assuming that, but... What was the wheelie yeah. bin? Oh, oh, a wheelie bin. See, I mean, even the original Daleks didn't move that sort of... Slumber, did they? No, no, <laughs> they didn't. I suppose the theory is the plastic is expanding, isn't it? And they could have got a good, good head on it. They're saying the Daleks are back with a really good like that. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, I haven't seen this for a good ten, nine, years, probably. ten years, actually. Yeah. It is a strange juxtaposition of scenes, isn't it? This is very dark. What yeah. Clive is telling you. Yeah. Oh. And then, like you said, we have the, the McCoy Baker era esque. Yes. Silliness, really. Oh, it is silly. Do you, is that CGI bad? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. Yeah. animated, isn't oh, it? Yeah, it is. CGI nervous detects the date well, really. Yeah. But I didn't, I wasn't impressed with it at the time, I think. No. It doesn't look that good, actually. That's quite pure, and it doesn't match up at all with it. It's going on a little bit too long already, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's, yeah. Yeah, second in the bit on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Did you, do you think that was funny? I think it's the no. same. Life. No. <laughs> That's on the uh, farting aliens. Yeah. I, I remember. I remember being embarrassed when I saw that because I wanted it to be right, so good. And then when that happened, I was like, oh, please don't Were you watching it with the children as well, were you? Yeah. Were you sort of worried about their reaction, thinking, I want these to be fans? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Pizza. 
Pizza. Great, and she doesn't even notice. She doesn't even notice. <laughs> they go, you know, presumably they go home for a shower and yeah. get ready to go out for a meal. Uh, meet up again and for some reason they don't notice at all. That's the very idea of early 20th so century man just not being fully attentive. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> what was he doing there? I'm not going on about it, Mickey. Really, I'm not. <laughs> I think he did quite well, actually, with the smiles. <laughs> and, uh, he is. Yeah. I think he's a very good actor. Yeah, yeah. You can trust He was actually in, do you remember Old Venus and Pet? Oh, yeah. They brought it back after about 20 years, didn't they, when they were all older. He played one of the main characters' sons in it. So I knew him from that, and I just knew he was a good actor in that, because that was on before Doctor Who. Oh, I worked You didn't order any champagne. Where's the doctor? I just didn't trigger it was a doctor. No. It's not ours. Mickey, what is it? What's wrong? I need to find that's out how much slightly else, dodgy so bit of CGI is. coming up, man. Oh, well, let's have a look. Let's have a look. We didn't order it. Um, ah. Ah, gotcha. Don't mind me. I'm just toasting the happy couple. On the house. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad, because oh. they cut away, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh. <Ooh. laughs> I think now we know there's been a comedy moment with the bin. The good thing about the bin was it set, us, set this up. <laughs> That's going to stop me. <laughs> and that's an improvement, I think. That's, that was funny, I like that, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. I like that. Running through with his big chopper hands. I'm thinking now this is the first time Rose yeah. enters the Oh. Of course, the first time we do. Yeah. Oh, that's the yeah. first time we do on television since 1996. Oh, yeah. This is the first broadcast. Yeah. So casual now, isn't he? Uh, yes, very casual. Going off. I do love the way she runs in and straight back out again to check, doesn't she? Yes. I don't know. I, I think I think she does, yeah. Let's have a look. She's running in. Oh, yeah, see, oh. they're making us wait as well. Yeah, so lovely, lovely touch there. She lovely bit there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Mike. She runs straight back. We don't even see it. But I, I'd actually forgotten that we hadn't seen it. I thought we did see it first. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't. She didn't know. She's running around the TARDIS now. So well, go it's back better in. than death, really, so I'll go back <gasps> in. Oh, wow, the camera followed her in then. Yes, I love that. Right. Now, I'm sure of the experience in Cardiff, but uh, oh. very impressive. Look at that. that Still is. my favourite one since the show came back, I think. It's gorgeous. Look at it. See, the arm is too simple. So impressive. I can use it to trace the signal back to the original source. It's so well lit as well. Isn't yeah, it? it's beautifully lit. It's coral. Yeah. Did we ever have the old companion sort of bursting into tears like that? Or did they sort of... I don't think so. Maybe Sarah Jane might have... They copied him and you didn't even yeah. think. And now you're just going to let him melt. Oh, no, 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 no! What are you but doing? yeah, I see what you mean, Mike. Uh, no, I don't think we ever saw it's anything shocked. Yeah, it's sort of... Yeah. To be in inside the TARDIS and the shock of it and... More of a oh. sniff up a lip in the old days of just so yes. digging yeah. in stride, but yeah. Rose is deeply affected by it. You can't go out there, it's not safe! Classic scene coming up. Yeah, now they're in London. Is that, you know, Time War Ranks frustration, do you think? It's quite. If you are an alien, how come you sound like you're from the north? Lots of planets have a north. <laughs> 
What's a police public call box? A telephone box from the 1950s. It's a disguise. <laughs> I like the kind of like enthusiasm and <laughs> the, the history yeah. lesson, isn't it? Yeah. Plastic. What's it got against us? Anti-plastic. I've, I've forgotten how much I love the... He could be very subtle, Chris Eccles. How can he's got a vial of a... Hold on. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah, he's got a vial. Did he say the word vial? I don't think he did. He just oh. got it out and he said anti-plastic. What's the what were you just saying, Greg? Round and massive. Um, I like the way he could be so subtle and the way he did that with the TARDIS going, it's a disguise. And he seemed so proud of it, you know. Oh. And now he's being a buffoon, you know, it's yeah. great, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Catchphrase. Fantastic. Like, yeah. This is running across Tower Bridge now. This is great. Wonderful angle again. Oh, oh, it is. But where's the Daleks? I know. <laughs> Yes, great. It looks, it looks I always wanted to know what it would be like to be the people on the night bus there. Yeah. yeah. What are they filming? It's really nice to rest of it, so It's good to me. I love this flat tapping music, it's really good. Yeah. Very there, like the it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The leather jacket looks quite battered now, doesn't it? It looks quite sort of, sort of cleanish and smart. Good. There you are. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean, it doesn't matter. Sorry, I was just a little bit distracted by the uh, the plastic um, lid of the when he was unscrewing oh, to get okay. in, yeah. Wobbled when he oh, hit Oh, no, don't well. say that word yeah. on the new series, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, it's still there, uh, yeah. Nesting consciousness. I do like the way they set Rose up as a heroine now, because Rose actually saves the day in this first episode, doesn't she? She does, yeah. yeah. I'm not here to kill it. This is a lovely, grimy, realistic-looking oh, yeah. setting, isn't it? It's like furnace of hell there, isn't it? It's really uh, good. Lighting, yeah. A signal is the consciousness under peaceful contract. Now, this is the first According to convention 15, mentions the of things that we saw later to do with the time war. He's mentioned the Shadow Proclamation there. Oh, right. I have permission to approach. That is our mix, they're alive. Oh, there's Nicky, yes. I don't, I don't think much of that CGI, do you think? No, it's out of place in that. Yeah. It's so industrial. And... Yeah. This planet is just starting. I, I remember originally seeing being very disappointed with the end in that. I'd much rather have preferred a John Pertwee octopus stranding him, I think, than, uh, I love that like hairstyle the Ultron has as well, in the plastic, moulded in the plastic. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Oh, he's got the TARDIS. You know, the impossible situation, what's going to happen here? Yeah. Then of course you get the idea of Rose from sort of the downtrodden working class. Yeah. And she actually says out loud in a minute, doesn't she? So I just mentioned the ball there. Oh, I you know, it was the Nestine's world destroyed, which I'm not sure if we still know, do you? No, no. about to be invaded. Nah. Now Rose goes into this speech now about how she doesn't have a lot, but she has, she came third in the gymnastics competition and she yes. uses yes. that to save the day, it's great, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Gives you the idea that any one of us could, yeah. could help the doctor out. Sorry Mike, I'm, I'm being whisked back ten years, because these filming scenes at Queen's Arcade, 
where I was watching the film in the night. Oh, okay. And, uh, that must be quite a thing to see. Did they oh. have like the big double deckers and all the films there? Yeah, yeah, they had everything there. It was, uh, it really was an incredible sight. They took over the city centre there. Very reminiscent of the time vortex, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, here he is. Oh. Do you think Doctor Who has always a habit of doing this with guest stars now? They tend to, they don't hang around. You, you want a bit more from some guest stars, yeah, don't you? You want yeah. a bit more of a Clyde, wouldn't you? I think. Yeah, I would have liked more of a Clyde. It's too quick. Yeah. We never actually see him die, do we? You know? No. Presumably he does. After the reaction, explosion, but. I think he did. Yeah, when you see them fall, you just see the gun go. Yeah, I like the I like the children, 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 children all the time. Everything I read, all the stories, it's all true. No. Yes. Oh, I think we can tell you that. Yeah, yeah, not thinking. Did his wife and child get out of it? Didn't know. So I was like, this is actually set apparently on the 5th of March 2005. Oh, is even it? though it wasn't broadcast on the 26th. Right. And someone has mentioned online how Clara's mother yeah. actually died on the 5th of March 2005. So people are speculating whether Clara's mother died yeah. in this, this attack somewhere in London. Yeah. Or maybe that'll be referenced yeah. by the time Clara leaves. I, I like the scale of the, uh, the autumns invading. Oh, uh, it's so. I mean, it's still classic in, is it, Spearhead from Space, you yeah. just walk out of the yeah. that, That's a brilliant film, but this, yeah. this is, like you say, a 21st century level. Oh, look, yeah. Look, there's so much happening in that, that scene. Yeah. This is what I was watching and filming, and it yeah. was incredible. I mean, just have yeah. such a active imagination to get oh, all yeah. those visuals in. Yeah. Oh. You know, a camera scene. Bridesmaids ones yeah. smashing out. I, I remember they had um, fire engines going up and down, up and down, soaking everywhere with water to make it look better. Wow! Yeah. Oh, what's happening? Possible situation. Yeah. Step up, Miss Tyler. Uh, Possibly why I didn't like Mickey there. <laughs> yeah. Let's run away. Changing tempo of the music as well. Yeah. No job. No future. But I tell you what I have got. Genius for under Simmons Genetic Team. I've got the bronze. <laughs> she hasn't got the gold, she's got the bronze. She said it makes it so much better. Yeah, it does. The antiplastic, really bad CGI going into it. Yeah. You see, I just. I prefer this relationship with Doctor Rhodes. It, it yeah. turns me off series two, the whole David Tennant, puppy dog eyes, loving each other. Yeah, yeah. This is more like a sort of maybe an uncle and niece or this much brother, better. older brother and younger sister relationship. Yeah. yeah that's what it well, should be. With the um, oh look the Doctor's all good, yeah. But I have to say that Christopher Eccleston's um, interview, which I listened to the other day, he clearly states in it that he believes the doctor loves Rose, but that it's not sexual. No, it's like family. family yes. Family. Yeah. Impress of the universe at the end of Edge of the Yes. <laughs> I love you to see those little shots of Tardis taking away. You never used to get that in those series. No. It would be a, a close-up shot, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
the old dad twitching away. Oh, that was a good oh. fall. And a good head. Good loss of your head there. Instead of the bride throwing Camille Coolidge the flowers, she's thrown in her head. Oh, <laughs> still a little bit more comedy in the... They're obviously uh, quite bad shots outside the Autons because there's not many sort of... It's yeah. a children's programme, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, there's you know, even lying down flat. Yeah. Now, I just love Noel Clark's comedy acting here. It's oh. wonderful. I love... He has turned into a frightened child, and it's... it's yes, <laughs> yeah. That does stand out for me. Yeah. Look at the 2005 mobile phones, the oh, flip ones. They, um, it's dated so badly with those things, isn't it? They really show them. I do think, though, that I love the shot there where you can actually see straight into the TARDIS, the console room. We'd never yes. see that before, did we? You see them doing it on, on uh, set now, don't you, with the big yeah. screen in the box? Yeah. Although that looks a little... Mm, yeah. not quite right now. Yeah. Unless, uh, I don't know. Could come with me. Is it always this dangerous? This is yeah. us, Greg, isn't it? This is talking to every fan. Yeah, yeah I can't. Every child who became a fan because of this episode. Absolutely. And we still would, all throughout our lives, we still would. We could be oh, 70 year old yeah. men and we would still. Yeah. I, I'd do it now, Mike, if you appeared down there. Oh, there's some real regret. If you in charge of the BBC, you would have ended it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not going with you, no. Yeah. I love the way it just cuts it out to, I think it just cuts to the music right. as she changes it out. It's lovely, that's the first disappearance of the TARDIS. And the debate is, you know, how long has he spent between those two moments himself? Has he had a lot of other adventures which Big Finish yeah. can hopefully one day fill in? Yeah. <laughs> Look at Mickey, yeah, he's still shell-shocked. I, I think the act yeah. is wonderful. Yeah, he's, uh, he's he is like a child pulling his pants up like this. <laughs> it's very good, actually. And it's so much more realistic than you see sound, isn't it? It's yes. very stereo, it's very, it could be outside. It is. By the way, did I mention it also travels in time? He stands back. Thanks. Thanks for what? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, I think. I, I see love this. this. An wow. interesting. Slow what a Introduction to Doctor Who and a next time trailer. Oh, the next time trailer. And this is the day. But you see, hold on. I see it as sinister now when he says it travels in time. Welcome to the end. Yeah. Of the world. As Rose got it in her mind, then to save her dad straight away. Hello, you. In the Father's Day episode. Oh, that's the world. Oh, she's bringing back memories. Oh. So they really went for it. I remember seeing the trailer thinking, oh, it is a bit. Yeah. Oh. They didn't have many of these monsters in rows, but next week's episode, wow. It's one extreme to the other, wasn't it? So I think I remember reading that Russell wanted to push this, he wanted to show the first two together. Yeah. I wonder how that would have worked, you know? Would we have sort of settled it, settled for it on a Saturday night, you know, two together? Well, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, names I, like Nicholas Briggs, all yeah. the times created by Robert Holmes. Look at these, this is motion picture type girls coming up They here, were, the new era. Yeah, the new era completely looks gorgeous. Look at the crew. Yeah. I mean, we used to classic crew with about 10 people on it, you know. This is like half the BBC in this. 10 year. years, Greg, 115 episodes later. Wow, yeah. 52 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. A 50th anniversary special that which was absolutely phenomenal, a virtually perfect episode. Only even on this day we wouldn't dream of that, would we? Well, absolutely not. I mean, utterly sensational. 
Um, Mike, what would you say? What's your closing thoughts on it? Well, we're going to have to do the your score out of 10, aren't we? Yes. And I'm going to give a... Can I ever give these things 10? 9.9999999. I can I, never give anything a perfect score, I don't think. Right. That's yes, a critical uh, man. But, uh, as high as that. Yeah, I just... Do what we do with the podcast, two memorable moments. Do you want to... Yeah, yeah, okay. Just anyone will do. I, w- I, can, I can say... Um, when this was first broadcast, I actually watched it. I recorded it on my videotape recorder, and I think I watched it about three times, one after the other. <laughs> I regularly I was, did that with you. I stopped doing it yeah. recently, but I regularly did that in the early days of New Who. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah. It was so shocking and new and brilliant. The time, I mean, because they used to they used to release it online with a commentary, didn't they? Later they did. on in the night or on the Sunday, they did. Yeah, it was fantastic. They were fantastic. I, I missed they that. They stopped doing those. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nine. I'll give it a nine out of ten because although it's got faults, what a fantastic job! I mean, Absolutely Russell T. Davis, fantastic, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? And he, to, you know, to expect more when he's delivered so much. He's given that. Given, and yeah. Imagine, remember what it was before it came back. It was oh, oh, yeah. People would eat. I mean, I've got this magazine here, Greg. They did it 18 months ago, I think. Yeah. I, I want to have another read of it now. Yeah. Um, the 10 years back, wasn't it? When they, oh, right. When it, that was 10 years back, from yes. when it was first announced yeah. in 2003, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, Russell said people would, like, literally say to him, what the hell are you doing bringing Doctor Who back? And, and I don't... Such play- a snobbery about it because of the way it ended in the 80s. And I don't blame him, Mike, because... Um, the thing is, I utterly adore Doctor Who, have all my life, but by golly, even I stopped watching it, but with Sylvester McCoy. Because yeah, it, late, late yeah. ones I did. I think I watched Survival on broadcast, but you know, it was just sort of... Yeah, yeah. sort of knew at the end, it was the end, and you Yeah. the final speech he gives. And I, I blame, I, I do blame a huge amount of it, I think, on um, John Nathan Turner. I believe in you conjunction know. with a lot of other things. Yes, I mean I recently yeah. read the book of my his biography. You have, yeah, warts and all, but yeah, you know, it's yeah. shocking. But and it's quite shocking because on a certain the higher ups should... did not like it, though. Did they? They, they didn't like it. They didn't like it. I mean, nowadays, uh, it's a big money maker for BBC worldwide. Absolutely, yeah, they, it's loved now. It's absolutely adored at the BBC. It has an American market, of course, which is the biggest in the world. Yeah, but then again, you have to thank JNT for that because he really caught it in the eighties and a lot of. Those that's fans a good are still point. around now. Yeah, that's a yeah. good point, yeah. I'm just looking at no, the magazine you've had, you make, and um, it is, this, you know, this huge poster. The post, I remember seeing those up in Swansea yeah. like, in the days after, wasn't it? And well, I remember at the time I was. Do you remember the reaction? It was literally straight away like the papers the next day, wow. They I think it was like three or four days it got usurped by Eccleston finding out he was quitting, didn't they? Yes, it did. It but did. for those, that first weekend. It wow. was phenomenal. It was you absolutely know, the, phenomenal. The ratings came in, and you just thought, "Wow!" Oh, the ratings when what they came they done, in. Yeah. Te- yeah, was it ten and a half, yeah. and it ended up eleven and a half. Or something? But then a lot of people got very critical of Eccleston quitting because I think they had they'd waited so long. Yeah, the fans for it to come back. To TV. Yeah, yeah. They had that high of the first weekend, didn't they? Yeah. And they thought, "Hang on, is he jumping a second ship yet?" Yeah. Even yeah. though it was yeah spectacular did he know something yeah, yeah. we didn't yeah. know that tenant was cast did we but yeah yeah but I, I think th- they put tenant casting out there just to sort of allay those fears didn't they i think so I, even I, though it's still a gamble tenant's an excellent actor but it's still a gamble he wasn't brilliant well yeah known, yeah was he? well we we he didn't were, have actions gravitas at the time did he no well it's interesting because i'll go back to um christopher eccleston on here and he's a he's a brilliant actor there's no i will say 
Verity Lambert was being interviewed with Russell T Davis when David Tennant was cast on Radio 4. And Verity Lambert said to Russell T Davis, she said, it's interesting, she said, you've done quite well with the casting. Yeah. But she actually said to him, however, she said, with Christopher Eccleston, you got somebody who, who could do drama but can't do comedy. David Tennant, she said, you've got somebody who can do comedy but can't do drama. And Russell T. Davis went, we'll see, we'll see. I'll pick two key moments. Um, it's got to be, I think, for me, the turn of the earth speech. Christopher Eccleston not, nails it with that. It's fantastic. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And the first, the first um, glimpse of the interior of the TARDIS. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Your two, Mike? I think actually the end scene, as we've just seen with Rose. Yes. You know, Noel Clark's acting. I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> the physicality yes, of it. Yeah. The fact Rose runs in and they, yeah. they put the sting in, they slow it down into slow motion. It's lovely, they? isn't it? Yeah, that's a really good. Yeah. Uh, do you know, I actually agree with you. I think his acting, Noel Clark, is actually a lot better than I remember. Yeah, I yeah, think so. He's pretty good. He's got a lot of layers, doesn't he, in that? And my second moment, really, um, run for your life, I guess. The oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I was in. Fr I was actually watching it in France when oh, it was on. Do you, Doctor really? Doctor Key? Ah, would say. <laughs> so no, it was in I had it in English because we had Scott. We we basically had Sky in our house in France. Oh, I remember you saying yeah, you would yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I had about an hour, and I watched it, and I, I had those sort of feelings where you thought I like it, but oh, I don't know. Couldn't turn it down. There, there was doubts when it first it. sort of aired. I think. Yeah. I know what you mean. Al. Um, what, what were you no, doing? we thought it went it went down really well in this country, and you know, the press was like really positive, and the ratings were positive. Yeah, look, I think it got good feedback. Well, I think there was bits when pe I think people preferred the second episode. I think Doctor Who fans got really nervy because it was broadcast, went down really well, and then the following Tuesday they had to mention that Eccleston was quitting, didn't they? Oh yeah. yeah. And then we had the panic backlash, sort of. Oh my God, is he jumping a sinking ship? So yeah. a lot of fans, the old school fans, sort of laid into him then, didn't they? Really? Yeah. yeah I just wonder what did they did 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 David Tennant know what when that first episode aired what he was going to be doing it? So I, I think I, it's, it's hard to get down I the actual know. dates, but yeah, I, know I know Russell and Judy Gardner took him out to dinner. I know. Yeah. And apparently, Chris is ten years the other day. It was like two days ago, ten years since Eccleston filmed his last scene. Yeah. So then there was, it, was sort, it sort of released. He was quitting before they wanted to, wasn't it? Yeah. And he was, yeah. I, I love that. I love that joke that Jonathan Ross came out with saying, "Oh God, all those action figures are going to have to go into a big furnace now." <laughs> <laughs> as if, as if. Now yeah. the popularity. How yeah. wrong he was. Could, could we, exactly. I wonder, Alex, what you what do you think of this? Um, we were just discussing how um, Verity Lambert was being interviewed with Russell T Davis on Radio Four. At the, yeah. at the time that this that they announced David Tennant. And um, she said to Russell T. Davis, I think you've done quite well with the casting, but with Christopher Eccleston, you've got someone who can do drama but can't do comedy. Yeah. And, and you with David Tennant, you've got somebody who can do comedy but can't do drama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I disagree I disagree with that because he can do both. They both yeah. can do both. We yeah. just noticed that from yeah. watching Chris again in Rose. Oh yeah, because there are five yeah. comic bits in that first episode thinking about it. Yeah. And then I actually watched the BBC Breakfast interview he did on the day it was broadcast to Chris. 
and he says oh, yeah. he says the reason one of the reasons he took the role was because everybody said he could only ever play angst-ridden characters. He said he wanted to show, prove to the world he could play comedy. Yeah, yeah. Well, he hasn't really, he hasn't really done much comedy since Doctor Who. To be honest, he's always he's no. gone back the other swing. Yeah, he's gone straight back to the other way, isn't he? I mean, he yeah, did... but he did like the League of Gentlemen, didn't he? A special of it. Oh, that was, was fun. That was fun. Oh, yeah, that was a good. really camp character. Yeah, that, he yeah. did actually. Lord Lucan, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah, that, that, that was good. That he was played good. sort of the, the yeah. head of a gambling firm. I, I the gambling felt... elite in London. Yeah. I felt the thing, the good thing about that, the good thing about that Luca thing is, you if you didn't know it was Christopher Eccleston, you wouldn't know because he had a very posh, weird the RP accent, accent which ironically, yeah, ironically he sort of made sure his doctor didn't have, didn't he? No, no, it was completely north of him. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of planets have a north. <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite shocking to hear David Tennant speaking in his Scottish accent. It is now. It's quite camp, isn't it? Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, you, do you think Verity Lambert was a bit harsh there, Alex? A little bit, because I think I think he, they I think they can both do both. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. I I will say there was a lot of comedy in Rose, and I did like it. But I still think Christopher Eccleston has got a tendency. For for me, David Tennant is the more complete actor. I don't. Know oh, if, definitely. Do you think so? Because. I mean, she was so wrong about the drama because. Well, I just had I just had a thought. Didn't he do that um, a- absolutely excellent um, Casanova before he did became the that Doctor? Was yes. what got, that was what got him cast because he worked with Judy Gardner. And yeah, Russell wrote that as well, didn't he? So. And, yeah, and that is absolutely brilliant. There's tons of comedy and drama in that. And they absolutely. obviously knew he was a Who fan, didn't they? And yeah, and um, um, job. Yeah, absolutely. And Andrew and I started watching Casanova before we'd never heard of David Tennant. But well, guess, same here. Yeah, absolutely. So we didn't know who he was. And we, at the time, were saying, gosh, he's really good. We really, really like him. Yeah, Alex, we, we, we actually scored Rose. Uh, we did our score out of 10 for Rose. Oh, yeah. um, I gave it a 9. Greg gave it a 9, really. So could, could we have your thoughts Ooh. on it, do you think? I've, yeah, I'd give it. I think I'd give it either an eight or nine. It is really as a as a setup for a whole new thing. It's brilliant. It is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I like the caveat you put in there, Alex, because that's the way I feel. Is you've got to give it nine because he does so much with it. But if you put place it next to later episodes, it's sort of oh, there are there are some there are some better ones. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We hope you enjoyed our review of Rose from earlier this year. We've had a great year doing these podcasts. Thank you very much for listening. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. Happy Holiday, however you celebrate it, from myself, Michael. And from myself, Greg. And we'll see you with some more Doctor Who on Target podcasts in 2016. Thank you very much. There's a lot more to come next year. Merry Christmas. Hi there, this is um, Alex from Exeter. And hoping that you've really enjoyed the Who's on Target podcast this year. And there will, of course, be brand new, more exciting ones to come in 2016. And I also hope you have a lovely Christmas and a happy new year. Get whatever you want to get in the new year.